0: The Water Coolest daily financial newsletter is now powered by Barstool Sports. It's the only newsletter that I read every morning to stay informed on what the hell is going on in the markets. You can check it out at Barstool.link slash Water Coolest. That's Barstool.link slash Water Coolest. W-A-T-E-R-C-O-O-L-E-S-T. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Tea with Publicity. It is another beautiful week here. I need to issue a correction. Last week, I kept (laughs) raving on and on and on about how it's my 50th episode. Poor Alex from my office ordered me a cake (laughs) to celebrate. Guys, it's my 40th episode.
1: I'm surprised like no one else corrected
0: you. I'm surprised no one else messaged me and was like, what are you talking about? Maybe no one realized. I don't know. I'm sure some people did and were just like... I'm just gonna let her be absurd. Um, I have so much to catch you guys up on because I feel like I had a 10 day weekend. Do you ever just have those weekends where it's like a million things in one? Um, I took notes on my phone and I'm gonna update you guys on that. Then I'm gonna play for you an interview with Ryan and Christina. You probably know them from TikTok or Instagram. They are both beautiful, stunning models representing the curvy community. They host a podcast together. They're friends. I had the pleasure of hanging out with them and I can call them friends of mine now. Um, So I will play that interview after my little intro, then do the Ask Alyssa segment. And then as always, we will spill some tea. Okay. So let me tell you about my night out with Ray and Christina. It was so fun. So we went out, they came on my podcast Wednesday, then on Thursday night, we went to dinner. Um, We went to Laura Fish Bar, which is, like, fun, Soho, cute, chic, really, really, really expensive. Like, oh, really took a hit to my wallet. (laughs) Um, But then we were, like, you'll hear us talk about in the interview how, like, we wanted to be, like, fun, flirty, single girls. So we went to a bar, and then we went to another bar, and we just kept bar hopping. And then, like, I was just fun like it was just a good night out and like I always find it really fun to see the city through other people's eyes like people that don't live here Yeah, because for them they're like oh my god like this is amazing and I'm like you're right it is amazing like this is so fun so we bar hopped we went to flower shop and then we went to um Why am I blanking on the name? Spring Lounge. Spring Lounge. Huge dive bar. Like real shithole. Absolutely love it. So we went there and on our way to the bar, we met up with these other people um, who are industry friends, Abby and why do I know nothing right now? Jason. And Jason had his friend visiting from college. So we're walking from one of the bars to the other and Jason's friend from college we were all like drinking so she tripped over something and completely face planted on the sidewalk and he picked her up so i've never seen like a recovery this quick before she could even lift herself up or like process the fact that she fell he literally swoosh like picked her up (laughs) lifted her put her on her feet he's like she's fine she's fine she's totally fine i'm like well are you fine? Like, speak for yourself. (laughs) Like And she's like, uh, uh. Like, she's processing the fact that she literally just face plants it. And he's like, no, no, no. She's good. She's good. Like, let's keep going. And I'm like, what just happened? So, Rianne starts laughing so hard that she pees her pants stop and she's like guys like i tinkled in my pants and i'm like no you like i'm picturing like a drop you know i'm like, like when you, you say tinkle it's a little yeah little i'm like, like it's fine she's like no guys like i'm literally like i just peed in my pants i'm like no you didn't so we get to the bar she goes to the bathroom she was like i was using the air like the air dryer to try to dry my pants like guys they're wet and i'm like what i look she i took a picture of it she has a huge ring around her crop she literally peed her pants <laughs> and then she put it on her Instagram story. I put it on my Instagram story and the next day she wakes up and she's like, I probably shouldn't have put this out there. But Whatever. like, yes, I, I did pee in my pants. Um, That's so fun. So we just had fun. Like it was fun being with new people and fun just having like a new energy around me. And then I went home that night and I dr- was drunk and I booked a flight to L.A. to go vis- visit them. Wait, I love that. Yeah. I'm going to do a long weekend, go visit them. And then it just so happened, I put on like my close friends list, like, hey, who's going to LA these dates? It just so like weirdly happened that like five other people I know are all going to be in LA the weekend I'm going to be in LA and we're all East Coast people. Oh my God. So I'm like, what are the chances? So I'm like making group dinners, like I'm going by myself, but to be with all these people. Right. Like, so I think I'm gonna do this is my idea for my trip. I'm I go Thursday, I land around like one PM and then I have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, leave Sunday. So I think Friday, Saturday is gonna be like me days since I am traveling alone. Like I think I'll go on a hike, go to a workout class, sit by the pool, like read some books, and just like really use it to have Inner peace time, yeah, and then at night, I'm gonna go to fun bougie dinners and mingle and network and see people and just make it like a little bit of mix between like fun and chill, like vacation/slash network, yeah, because it's kind of like I will be probably staying out late every night, so I'm sure I'll be sleeping in a little, but I just want to like have a nice few days. I really haven't traveled much in COVID and. I'm just, like, itching to go anywhere that's not in the Tri-State area. Have you ever been to L.A.? Yeah, I have. A bunch yeah. of times. And I, I actually love L.A. Me like, too. I, I feel like a lot of East Coast people go and then they're like, ugh, I just don't like it. Yeah. And I actually feel the opposite. Like, I actually absolutely love it. Yeah. Well, I lived
1: there, like, two summers ago for an internship and I was obsessed. Like, I felt like, I felt, it, felt right. it. Yeah, yeah. it felt right. be Yeah, felt right. <laughs> yeah,
0: I feel like I could see myself... Moving there, it's just
1: very hard to be an East Coast person and like fit in there unless you find the right people and you find people that have like
0: moved there from the East Coast. I think most people, I was gonna say, are friends with other East Coast people. Yeah, you just have you to know. find the right yeah crowd and then you'll be good. Yeah. So, okay, one more funny story that I've literally been laughing about all like weekends. So. I was on my friend Amanda's podcast last week. It's <laughs> I know what yours. <laughs> her name I just found out more. There's more developments. Um, her podcast and her Instagram is not skinny but not fat. And we were talking about like we her and I have this like ongoing inside joke about Matt James that just like always comes up. And we were talking about Tyler C and how his ankles are always showing because he's always wearing like the cropped pants with the loafer or the shoe with the low hidden sock or no sock and amanda can't get past the fact that tyler c is like this ankle shower like she just can't move past it (laughs) so we were talking about it and i was like you know what someone should do you know how people have foot fetishes we should make an ankle fetish page for him someone should create an account called tyler c's ankles and like we were just joking about it all of a sudden (laughs) we get tagged tyler c's ankles has been created (laughs) Someone listened to the podcast and made an account called Tyler C's Ankles. And it's just all pictures of his ankles showing in different scenarios. And like none of them have his face in it. It's I purposely the cut it out. It will be like black and white ankles, like ankles with your best friend. And it's like him and Matt James with their ankles out. And then like SNL ankles. And I was just like Dying at this. the commitment, the true commitment of this person, and it only follows me, Amanda and Tyler C. The yeah. account it has 500 followers. Like that's kind of a lot. Well, yeah, because Mister, you go go ahead well, and say. <laughs> well, we were posting it. Okay, wait. So then it gets there's yeah. more. So then I all of a sudden Tyler C. puts it on his story, and he's like, "At Jerry the kid, did you do this?" Jerry's my coworker, so I'm like. Wait, I didn't know that they knew each other. This is why I'm, wait, so I'm like, how is Jerry involved in my ankle situation? Like, how did this, I'm like, maybe Tyler? It Tyler's, just came like
1: straight full circle.
0: Wait, because there's, odd, wait, there's go, a reason. Go. So I'm like, maybe, maybe Tyler saw me tag him in my story. He saw I worked at Barstool and figured Jerry did it. But why would they figure Jerry did it? Because he is a, a foot fetish. Because he has a foot fetish. So I hear
1: Okay, and so when we had the podcast about the foot fetish, he was not working here yet. He wasn't
0: working here yet. Otherwise, we would have had him. Well, mom. now we need to have him. Also, absolutely love Jerry, gem of a human. We sit next to each other. We chat all day. But anyway, so I'm like, how's my coworker involved in this ankle account? Like, I'm that threw me for a bigger loop that it was somehow tied back to my coworker. So I just was sitting at my desk, and Jerry's like oh yeah, I was FaceTiming uh, Tyler C. this weekend and uh, he was cracking up over the ankle account. I'm like, wait, what? Like, how? I'm like, how did he know it was me, you, whatever? He's like, oh, I sent it to him. Because obviously Jerry follows me. Jerry must have like screenshotted it and texted it to Tyler. And was like, yo, you have an ankle account. (laughs)
1: And then Tyler... my my question is, if you guys know who Jersey Jerry is if you don't (laughs) I just cannot comprehend or wrap my mind around the fact that they are friends like why are they friends can you please explain that to me all I I
0: could tell about Jersey Jerry I knew nothing about this guy up until two weeks ago now he's everywhere and I'm like I just think he's a likable guy that everyone's obsessed with OK. Like, I just think he's one of those people that, like, will be on a show with Dave or with someone and then everyone's drawn to him. Right. And I have to say, sitting next to him, totally get it. I know his really? life story. Yes. <laughs> he sat by me for a week and I know more about him than anyone else in the office. Like, literally his past, his f- present. I, He's just a likable, nice person. Wait, but I just still don't. <laughs> just
1: because you're a likable person does not
0: mean you're, like, going to
1: be friends with Tyler Cameron. <laughs> Because of all people, I'm
0: sure Tyler just knows him from working here, and I don't know. I, I still no, don't because know because he this, just started here. No, but he's been apparently like freelancing for years, like in oh, the, here. He's been in that, yeah. Okay, I know. No, the whole Maybe thing, he just,
1: yeah, like he's okay. Okay, this this is starting to make sense.
0: The whole thing blew my mind. I'm like, how's Jerry involved? How, but anyway, moral of the story is tyler c knows about the account he reposted it it has a few followers like it has a bunch of followers now and um i feel like a visionary and a genius for basically creating tyler c's ankles and the best part is is that if you read it fast it reads tyler's cankles yeah that's what
1: i thought when i read it (laughs) it's
0: so good wait at first i was like wait
1: why does why is this like a cankle thing? It's just the best thing I've ever heard. It's just that the best is, thing I've that ever That is absolutely heard. hilarious. And I hope that it continues. Whoever <laughs> made this account, do you know who made it yet? No, we have no idea. But we, their captions are his hysterical. I think whoever this is is the right person for the job. We are so happy. i you going to check made it out. Let's Tyler sees ankles. We really appreciate you and we hope to see more great content in the future.
0: 442 followers. It says the content you didn't know you needed until now. Hashtag free the ankle. I
1: think that's amazing because especially <laughs> of the fact that he reposted it because now like everyone who follows like- Tyler knows that they need this.
0: Tyler sees ankles count they go he was like who did this and wait and then the title the caption this one it's just of his ankles and it says "Making my way downtown walking past <laughs> faces past and I'm homebound mm-hmm. uh, and then it, there's a picture of him with other guys and their ankles aren't showing but his are and it says when the boys missed the memo <laughs> like it's so good whoever's behind it oh. he he does I will say rock the ankle showing look well then everyone's DMing me being like why am I sexually attracted to his his ankles I'm like oh my god why did I make this a thing he should start an ankle only fan I think other guys are gonna start (laughs) wearing pants like that (laughs) oh my god um so yeah that I'll I'll just end my my intro there but while (laughs) while we are talking about ankles and feet and anything to do with feet let me talk to you guys about Reef you heard me talk about them last week I absolutely love this brand it's actually a brand I've been wearing probably for I'm trying to think like 15 years 20 you know so so long and their most popular style is now offered with a soft very cozy straps just in time for the fall weather I have these really cute sandals they have this like leopard fuzzy print I'm going to be showing them on my TikTok so you can go there if you need like a visual for them and they just make styles that are cute sustainable comfortable and since 1984 reef has designed innovative and comfort driven products to celebrate the freedom and fun of the beach lifestyle so whether you're on the beach or you're just transitioning your wardrobe from summer to fall they're the perfect shoes to throw on I think I mentioned this last week but like I just put mine on when I'm taking out my trash or going down to the lobby to get a package or running next door to get a cup of coffee I also one of those people that's like guilty of wearing socks with sandals I I secretly actually kind of like that vibe but anyway you can get 20% off your first purchase by going to reef.com slash publicity it's p-u-b-l-y-s-s-i-t-y so now is the perfect time to get yourself some reefs and don't forget you can get 20% off with my code at reef.com slash publicity and now let's get into the interview hello guys welcome back i am here with rayanne langus and christina zias i'm so excited because i'm so happy we're doing this in person me too i'm
2: so stoked i'm so excited
0: I'm also just like happy you guys are in New York because mm. although like this is our first time meeting in real life, I'm like, oh my friends are in town. That's <laughs> what I 100. Yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see Alyssa. Like, and I was like, wait, we actually haven't met in person. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, like as if we're like lo- like old, long lost friends. Literally, Literally, we kind like, of we are. Like, went to college together. So,
2: like, <laughs> that's how I feel.
0: It's so funny because I feel like you guys are like the West Coast me. Yeah, like we have like talk about similar things. We have podcasts. And um, it's just such an interesting world because I don't think like that many Instagrammers like transition to TikTok. And you guys are big on TikTok. And um, the topics that you guys talk about, like, I just want my followers to get familiar with who you guys are and what kind of topics you talk about on your podcast on your social media. So you could answer together about your podcast or separately. Just give me like a little debrief on what you guys are about.
2: Sure. Well, our podcast is the Confident Collective Podcast. So, our main goal is to help women and inspire confidence in all aspects of their lives. So, we kind of, with that theme, kind of touch on everything from like body confidence to career confidence to dating confidence. Like, that's a big one for us, too. Um, And we are TikTokers. Instagrammers we've been content creators for like almost a decade yeah Mm -hmm. so we've been in it for a while right right
3: yes we've been in for a while but we knew we had to make the transition to TikTok and honestly I fucking love it it's so much fun so fun um and yeah we just wanted we like we started actually before we started the podcast the Confident Collective was um like in-person events we did like monthly fitness events Uh and things because we wanted to like we just saw this like need for connection and when we were like why don't we do this in real life like let's take it off of social media and especially with fitness we found that it can be really intimidating for someone who's struggling with their body to get back into the gym or like go to a workout class by yourself like that's so terrifying intimidating. Yeah. and intimidating so we wanted to create an environment where people could just come and like girls who came to our first fitness events are like best friends now and like hang out and like it's that's so, so cool it's so awesome. once things are kind of getting more back to normal well, we've done a couple posts Um, In the last few months Um, But we'll hope to do those And then the podcast is an extension of the brand Where we can really just like be even more open And authentic than on Instagram and TikTok And like go deeper into these conversations That we're having like with each other And with our Mm -hmm. friends at drinks Mm -hmm. Like the the stuff that we're dealing with As like in our 20s and 30s Our podcast is so unfiltered Like if you want to know who Ray and I really are Mm -hmm. Like we talk about
2: everything from like Sex to microdosing mushrooms To like Dealing
0: with parents And like Mm -hmm. body confidence And it just We talk about it all It's so fun I know And that's why I feel connected to you guys Because it's similar Like I feel Like to what I do Mm -hmm. And I think there's such a new wave of people being open to talking about mental health Mm -hmm. and talking about body image and like you said even like relationships with your parents and these things that are kind of taboo and we're all having those conversations with our best friends but people weren't really taking them online until the last few years or so and it really is helpful for people because like my favorite podcasts that I listen to are ones where I'm at home and I'm like, wow, I could connect to that or totally. that makes me feel seen. So it's good that you guys have created this like collective of women. um, kind of like how I have the tea tribe. Yeah. And yes. um, yeah. What do you guys, so aside from that, like what do you see the brand extending into? Is there anything else that you'd love to like do with it?
2: Well, I mean, this is like something that we've kind of started to do, but I think for us is like we are on a mission to bring women together and empower them. Before the pandemic started, we were actually training with Nike for Mm. a half marathon and we were leading a group of over 30 women to run their first half marathon. Wow, Dude, it was was amazing, awesome. So I think more things like that, like Right.
3: More things like that. Like, I'm like, okay, let's go on fucking tour. Like, let's do like go across like the United States and like do a fitness event and then Mm -hmm. maybe like a live podcast and Mm -hmm. then like have some sort of I don't know. Maybe we'll go like start doing trips. Honestly, we have like so many
0: ideas. So many ideas. (laughs) I think Um, it's really cool, though, to see two women that are friends that are in business together that like I could tell you guys are authentically friends mm-hmm. like you hang out together when you're not podcasting or yeah. when you're not doing work and what's it like working with a friend I hate no kidding <laughs> <You're> <laughs> no, like this, we, bitch. We, this is <laughs> so funny because
3: we were actually just talking about this last night when yeah. we were out with some of Christina's friends and I was like I think that yeah it can be like going into business with friends, I feel like I can go one of two ways and luckily Christina and I just work really well together. Mm-hmm. I think that like I've always looked up to Christina too and really valued her opinion and learned from her and I think she has a way of being like disagreeing if like we don't agree on something in a way that's like super respectful and like it's always just open and like I think it just comes down to respect and yeah. and having that for each other. Yeah, I think that's like the main thing. Um
2: I think that we both value each other and respect each other and see each other as equals, not as competitors. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh my god, I feel like my success is Ray's success Mm -hmm. and her success is mine. And I think that's just—it's so easy to be competitive with your friends. And like, we literally—we we're in the exact same industry. Obviously, we have our podcast together, our business in
0: competition for the same job, hundred percent. But
2: it's like. If Ray gets a campaign, that's amazing. Like, I, I'll be, I'll help you take your photos for it. Do you know what I mean? And, like, yeah, we're, like, versa. shooting each other in the hotel. But also,
0: don't you find that brands know your friends, so they'll contract you both for the same things anyway? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like,
2: we book <laughs> jobs together yeah. sometimes, yeah. Yeah. like
3: Yeah, like, exactly. Fun. And, like, I honestly would rather be doing this with a friend who we can have fun with than, like,
0: doing it by myself. Well, because yeah. I always it's say it's fun. a very isolating industry to it not is. have coworkers. Totally. Yeah. So it's, like, nice to have a friend that you could relate with and be on the same page with and bounce ideas off of. And, like, that's what's been so different for me working here because although I work at a company, I still necessarily. I still kind of like independently work on my brand by myself. So I don't really have coworkers to bounce ideas off of with my brand necessarily. But I have you mean other- like the guys in the office like don't give you good advice? <laughs> Sometimes it's so funny. I'll Are always they- ask the guy next to me, Kevin, who's been here for like 18 years. He was like one of the first employees. I'll always ask him advice just because he's been around for so long. And it's like of all the people too, it's like asking one of the head honchos. You know, I'm always like, Kevin, like what do you think of this? And like I think he's just used to it now. I love He's that. Like, oh All right, God. like, let me know if you need any help. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's definitely different. Like, before you guys worked for yourselves, were you ever in corporate, or did you ever have a different job? Like, or did you graduate college and go straight into this? Like, what were your paths? So I graduated college
2: and went. I did a bunch of different things. I was working retail for like twelve years as a personal stylist um i was trying to do tv hosting so i was hosting podcasts and like doing red carpets on the side wait is that how you know the bachelor people yeah i used to host a a podcast on the bachelor and on vanderpump rules so i'd interview like all the contestants wait what was it called it was for after buzz tv like oh that's so funny okay okay yeah so i'm like
0: yeah in that world i'm in that world yeah
2: um and then while i was working at nordstrom as a personal stylist i was in the center of LA and I love styling and then I met all of these celebrity stylists and I would assist them so like the hustle was real um but like what you said, this industry can be super isolating working for yourself. And honestly, mm-hmm. I love it so much. But sometimes I'm like, wow, like I miss being able to talk to strangers all day. Or have like
0: a water cooler. Yeah. Yeah. That you could like get up totally. and like have an excuse to walk to. So you're not just sitting all day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What about you?
3: I, um, so I went to school in Iowa and then I moved. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to move to New York and work for a fashion magazine. <laughs> um, I chickened out. And so I worked at a branding agency for two years. I wouldn't say it was corporate, but it was like an agency setting. Um, and then I moved to L.A. So I was like, I'm going to become a full time model and content creator. I was like working at a cycling studio. I was like nannying. I was doing a million and a half things just to like get by. Yeah,
0: because you kind of have to. Yeah, oh, my God.
3: Yeah, you got to do anything. Um, and yeah, now I've been doing it full time for like two or three years. I can't I,
0: even keep track. I think the one takeaway I hear in everyone that I interview, because everyone's kind of in similar industries, is that you need to work multiple jobs or put in the work to get to where you want to be like things don't come easily I think it's very rare that you sit down with someone where they're like yeah and success just happened overnight yeah it doesn't really happen that way so I think that's like the one nugget that I take away from every single interview and now talking about like body image and body positivity how did like what was your self-love journey like like how did you guys start to even say like oh I'm gonna be a model but I might not be like a runway model I might have to be a curve model or you Mm -hmm. know just kind of like accept I don't know because sometimes I think the terminology is really intimidating around it totally I mean
2: I always wanted to be a model my entire life and like people would be like oh
0: yeah like you have a pretty face you
2: just need to lose weight you know and finally like (laughs) I, I think I was after college I was like I met my my now husband who was my boyfriend and I was like he, he was modeling at the time he's like you could do this and I was like I need to lose weight I need to lose weight and anyways make a long story short I ended up losing so much weight I work mm. day and night like literally that's what I did and make a long story short I got down to like a size four okay which was so much work for me like that is that is not my body naturally it was never like this and then I went to a modeling agency and they were like we want to sign you to our plus size board and I oh, was my like, God, out of four? Out of four, which is, like, disgusting. But anyways, I think for me, it was, like, such a great lesson because I was always – I always had a bigger body and I was insecure in it. But losing weight and ma- being super thin didn't make me happier. It didn't make me more confident. Um And now I just feel, like, so much better in my skin.
0: You were probably just hangry all the time and miserable. I mean, I was actually eating a lot. But, like, it just wasn't natural. Do you know what I
2: mean? Like, I couldn't live life. Like, I couldn't, like, go out for a margarita. I, like, couldn't Mm -hmm. have birthday cake. I couldn't. Like, I would find myself saying no to things. Like, because I didn't want to. I didn't want to go out and then be like, oh, well, I can't drink. And I, 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 it was mm-hmm. just, it wasn't I can't have the great. dessert. I can't have yeah. that
0: appetizer. Oh, yeah. can you not cook this in oil? And like, I'm Greek. Like, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is our
2: entire life, like, is eating and, like, mm-hmm. having fun and celebrating.
3: And I feel like if you have to, like, think that, if it takes up that much of your brain totally. power to maintain a specific size, like, maybe you're not meant to be that size. Mm. And
2: especially when you are, when you get to that size and you're like, wait a minute. It was, like, such an awakening because I was, I was like, my body, like, does not correlate to my happiness. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a super important lesson because I think so many people are like, oh, if I lose some weight, then I'll then I'll start applying to jobs or then I'll, like, start going on the dating apps. No, like, you need to start, like, living your life right I now. I think of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we all
0: have. have. We all have. Mm-hmm. I think, Like, oh, I'll lose weight if... You know? yeah. I mean, I'll date if... If, uh,
2: yeah. if I you know? lose weight or I'll uh-huh. book that
3: vacation once I get to this size. But, like,
2: our bodies change. So, like, imagine, like, you finally you like you lose weight because that's was a goal right and then you start dating and now like what like you have to like maintain this lifestyle for the rest of your life
0: or it's like you get rejected by a guy and then you're like oh wait it had nothing to do with the weight.
3: Totally,
2: <laughs> like totally. i just did that
0: all for what yeah yeah, yeah.
3: <laughs> and i think christina and i have similar backgrounds like growing up we were always like the bigger girl like i mean yeah. i'm five i'm like you know
2: we're large women
3: like i've oh, like literally I, I joke about this but i will be walking down the street and men will be like
0: she big like they literally are just like so shocked that and they like and i it's so weird because like i don't even i don't know if i'm just so used to like seeing women now that are like normal sizes because that's like the the people that i follow that i don't even look at anyone being like oh they're big see that is super important though because
2: that's amazing once you diversify your feed Mm -hmm. and you're like wait a minute like the this
0: is normal, actually. Because like I can't even imagine someone saying that, yeah. and you. it's like I honestly find it
3: funny, but it's just so crazy that this like happens all the time. Yeah, I think every, it's more like a height thing too, but like literally, it, it's crazy. But. I do think
0: it's a height thing because mm-hmm. my sister's tall, but like thin as a rail, and people like she'll go get a pedicure and they'll be like, "Whoa, like, big feet," or like hey. yeah. she's like, "You make me sound like a freak." No. like oh my god, yes, I'm big. I
3: get it. Chill. I,
2: um, one time I was wearing cowboy boots, and I'll never forget it. Someone. Looked down at my feet and I was like loving my boots. And this guy was like, Whoa, your feet are huge. And I was
3: like, Mortified. I still think about it to this day. <laughs> oh my God. But you probably look good in the boots. They did. did. It's so true. Um, But I mean, and like growing up, I just like was just felt bigger. And um, it wasn't until honestly, and I think everyone says this, it's like so cheesy, Mm -hmm. but I remember Ashley Graham's first ad in Sports Illustrated. It was like her with all these like sexy guys, Mm -hmm. like lusting over her. And I had never in my entire life seen what we would think is like societally acceptable like attractive men mm. lusting over a curvy woman like it was like i was like wait what is happening wait, and do you remember
0: joe jonas put her in yes. his music video yes no, i like, don't remember yes that. and, and was... they were like laying in bed and like joe jonas yes. is like a slight he's small man. Yeah. yeah he's small yeah. it was hot and, was and like, it, he was like she was the love interest Maybe, in his I music video it. and i was like yes that's, yeah i that's can't believe awesome. you've seen that I you haven't. need to watch it
3: Um, but anyway, seeing people like that, it was like, okay, wait, I'm not crazy. Like you don't have to be skinny or lose weight to be sexy and successful Mm. because I think as Christina kind of touched on for so long, we just had this, I had this false narrative in my head that Mm. basically all my problems would be solved if I was skinny. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, um, that's just not true. (laughs) I feel like that's
0: something that therapists work through with clients. Oh yeah. Like that. Doesn't my my therapist always says This thing where she's like have you ever thought about a time where you felt so good in your outfit and you just felt confident and you walked into a room and you just attracted people around you because you felt like a boss and you felt beautiful? And then other times where you're wearing something that maybe you don't feel confident in and you're looking down and you're hiding and you're Mm -hmm. fidgeting and you're on your phone and she's like, you don't look different outwardly, but your energy is different and you're going to either attract more or less people, depending on, like, the energy that you're putting out there.
2: I literally couldn't agree more.
0: Energy is
2: literally, it's everywhere. Do you know what I mean? You can see someone walking down the street and be like, whoa, like, I want what she's having. Mm -hmm. Just, like, based on the way, like, you stand, the way you
3: carry yourself, the way you feel about yourself,
0: like, Mm -hmm. it's And a lot of that comes from,
3: like, obviously internal. Internal. It's not changing what you look like. It's changing your mindset. So
0: what do you guys do to work on the internal? um well therapy um
3: <laughs> but I mean and it, it's and it's not anything like I mean some people do affirmations and I mean mm-hmm. I write down like I don't even know if it'd be manifestation I don't even know I just like write down like goals yeah I do that too yeah yeah and it's just I think like doing that work and like I said therapy if you can afford it has been amazing I need to find a new therapist um but I think it's just realizing and it's like hard to even explain because it's so complicated, but like Mm -hmm. just valuing yourself for everything that you bring without taking into consideration anything about you or your clothes or whatever, Mm -hmm. just like you, like, what can you bring to this world? Um, And that you do have value and that you're fucking awesome.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's hard to say like exactly what I do internally. I, you know, I was growing up, I was insecure in my body, but I was always super confident and everything else and i think that has a lot to do with my parents because they literally made me feel like if i want to be the president of the united states i can be the mm. president of the united states um so i'm super lucky that i have role models like my dad will text me like i don't know like once a week and be like hey like when am i seeing you on my tv i know you can do it Aww. you know what i mean so mm-hmm. i think that support definitely help helps a lot um and then, honestly, for me, like, just being physically active is super important mm. for my confidence. Um, being able to, like, go for a walk or, like, work out, I just feel like I just release so much tension and anxiety that I just feel, like, better about myself.
0: And what do you guys have to say for the people that, like, I think there's this big misconception that women that are in larger bodies, let's say – don't work out they're lazy they sit on the couch I see you both in the gym busting your ass I haven't gone in a few weeks because work's been so crazy but I've gone to personal trainer for like months and it's not like I'm physically changing but i on the outside but I feel stronger and like health comes from within like sometimes you might not look like you work out every day but you may like what do you guys do to kind of fight that stigma because i'm sure you get comments about it i mean
3: it. i think like what we're doing like just talking about it and showing it is so important because this like what we say is like oh you don't look like you work out that's because that's what we've been told a fitness yeah. body looks like because that's what's been represented everywhere you know that by athletic brands and mm-hmm. movies tv whatever so it's like honestly just by us showing us working out It's huge. Mm -hmm. Huge. Yeah, and doing like our sweat with
2: TCC, which is what we do with the Confident Collective once a month, and like bringing women together to show them that. I think that we all have to break this narrative that you have to, that people work out to lose weight. Mm -hmm. Like what is that bullshit? Like Like, you can work out to be strong, like you can work out. To like have mental clarity, you can work out just because like you want to get out of your house and you want you want yeah do like you're antsy you. and yeah. you just need to
0: move your body. You don't just because hot guy the gym you exactly know? Yeah. no totally. <laughs> There's I, also something about and I don't know enough about it, but moving your body to like release energy. Yes. No, that's wait I just heard this on some yes. podcast. I think it's like a thing. Yes, so basically energy gets trapped in your body and like I love my therapist because she's like a hippy dippy person like me like she's just like weird with her thoughts Love which it. is exactly how I am like spiritual and she sometimes during my session if I'm like I'm feeling stressed sh- the last five minutes she'll put on music and she'll be like turn off your camera because we do it over zoom and she's like dance it out and she'll put on a song oh wait she and sounds I- amazing <laughs> I know she's so good and she'll be like I just want you to like feel the music and like feel your body and like it because energy gets trapped mm-hmm. and you have to like
3: let it out wait this was actually okay it came back to me on um, Brene Brown's podcast um she talked about how like she had guests on and like when we are go through stress or trauma or mm-hmm. whatever like animals like shake it out like they use oh my God, like when dogs are yes yeah. that's like a yeah. real thing and so like as humans movement has that exact same effect and mm-hmm. one other thing I wanted to say is like when you ask like what tangible things people could do for confidence building do one thing a day if you can to get outside of your comfort zone Mm. like that because that is huge like even for me like taking the train from Mm. I took the train from like Philly to New York by myself and I was like so fucking anxious and scared and like even small things like that build confidence so I just want to say like that's true it doesn't have
0: to be anything crazy so no that's so so true I think yeah I, I feel like living in New York I've learned to do so much out of my comfort zone that it's almost made me so independent whereas like I grew up with like Italian parents overprotective they would you know mom I need to go to the doctor okay I'll make the appointment and then I'll come (laughs) with you and I'll drive there with you you know or like mom my laundry needs to be done okay like I got it and moving to New York I'm like navigating the city especially going to events by myself that's showing up huge. to meetings by myself like just doing things where now i feel like i could conquer the world like i've flown to paris by myself yeah. you right. know
3: and it starts with like going to that meeting by yourself or going to that event and that having to go up to someone and be like getting lunch right. by
2: yourself
0: yeah yes. people are scared to eat alone oh now i'm like i think also that's a new york thing because yeah. i wouldn't necessarily go make like a reservation at a five-star restaurant and go eat by myself But if I was traveling in a different city, of course I would go even... Like, I don't even think twice about it because in New York when you're between meetings, that's just what you do if you, like, have time to kill. Um, Yeah, I want to talk a little bit about dating because, Christina, you're married. With a baby. Yeah. So cute. Thank you. And... um, we're single. Me and <laughs> Yes, we the two, are. The two of us are very single. Um, we talk so much about dating. Yeah. Oh, well, you've God. been talking a lot about dating on your stories. And I relate to everything you're saying. Could you talk about when you recently got stood up? Oh, my
3: gosh. That, that was, was so wild.
0: wild. I actually kind of forgot about that.
3: <laughs> I, like, blocked that out. No. So, yeah, it was just this guy. We had been, like, messaging back and forth for, like, ever too long. It was, But I was, like, traveling and whatever. And he already added me on Instagram, which I don't usually do before the first date. because mm, neither. I don't like to. No. If they ask for my Instagram, I, like, try and Red come flag, up with something. Yeah. I'm like, mm, I don't give that out until after the second date. Eh. But basically, we had this, like, date set. And, like, five minutes before I was supposed to leave for the date, He texts me, he's like, hey, running 20 minutes behind.
0: Okay, so he confirms, though, in other words, like, that's him saying, like, I'm still planning to come to the date. Yes, yeah, so I'm
3: like, oh. Okay. You know? but
0: wait, Alessa. Yeah. Right.
3: So I'm like, okay, so but I had already requested my, my Uber, so I was like, go get there. I ended up getting there like a few minutes after eight when we were supposed to meet, and I'm like, okay, um, it was like really weird at this place in LA. You had to order before you like sat down, but then they would come to your table. St- it was weird. So I was mm. like, I ordered you a margarita. And he's like, no, 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 don't order mine. I don't like melted ice. And I was like, OK, dude, I just like bought you an effing drink. Also, because you're about- running late. You. Yeah, well, exactly. Seriously. I was like, OK, so that already kind of like annoyed me. And then I'm sitting there. And by this point, it's like 835. And my friend texts me and she's like, how is it? And I'm like, dude, he's still not, not here. here. And so I texted him. I was like, um, this is getting dangerously close to my bedtime, dot, dot, dot. No response. So by 840. So this is already like 40 minutes past when we were supposed to meet. So an extra yeah. 20 minutes past his 20 now minutes. Now this said. is rude. Yeah. Yeah. It's I said, um,
0: I said, you know what? I'm going to head out because I was just not even going to be a fun also, date. He's not even if I was running late, I would be insanely texting the person. Totally. like, I am so sorry. I'm right. stuck in traffic and I feel completely awful that this keeps right. like getting pushed back. Right. You know, like, no, he, he, wasn't what, even he didn't even say though. sorry one time.
3: And so I was like, you know, I'm just going to head out. Yeah. I'd leave. I don't know if he shows up. Whatever. Never responds. By the time I get home, because I go up to my friend, my neighbor, and I'm like talking about, can you believe this? And she was like, show me this guy. Pull up his Instagram. He has already blocked me and never responded to my messages. Dude, and so And I'm lame. like, what the heck? Like, what? And so I sent him a Venmo request for the margaritas. <laughs> and it turned out his name was Larry. And that's not like,
0: his real name on the no. I honestly what do you I don't even remember Lou what his name is. Like Lou, Lou. Yeah. yeah. Lou he, if you he, match he, with
3: a Lou in Los Angeles, fucking run. Did <laughs> he accept the request? No. <laughs> it's still in my thing to hit the remind i should i really should wait oh, you should said that. can you do it right now let's see what happens know, last time we did something like this on the podcast it did not end well um so yeah
0: it's like this stuff happens to everyone wow. and it's, honestly, i've never been stood up though but in all fairness he he might have shown up i think
2: he actually,
3: showed up like after i left and was pissed. annoyed yeah but you know what i don't waste my time and like I, this is what I say For girls who are, are dating Or anyone I'm like Even bad dates Make good stories So like True, true.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It's kind yeah. of fun
0: <laughs> Oh my god Though It's oh. so tough So what apps Do you use
3: Oh, my gosh. Probably too many. I'm on Raya, Bumble,
0: and Hinge. How did you get on Raya? Because they won't accept me. Honestly, I don't know. And I have this theory that they, like, don't accept curvy girls. Because... Wait, someone am oh, on else there. that, too. Yeah, because they won't accept, like, me. I don't want to guess. I shouldn't name drop people that I know that they won't accept. But, like, a lot of people I know. Really? Yes. I,
3: I think I got on, like, really early or something. Because I don't... I'm, like, I don't know. But, honestly, you're not really missing much. I went on my first... I hear it's awful. I've been on yeah. it for, like two years and i went on my first one this week like in I, new york yes yeah. and i asked him out because i was like <laughs> in vacation like, hey, i'm on i'm on I said, hey, in town i was yeah. like hey i'm in the city let's go out yeah like but no one has ever asked me out like, i really
0: don't think you're missing anything. no that's how i hear it's just like window shopping it is it's weird i'm like what's the point okay so you're on raya hinge yeah And Bumble. Bumble. I'm on Hinge and Bumble, but I don't really open Bumble and Hinge. I proactively just look to see who's liking me. Wait. Okay. So, how is the dating life in New York? Yeah. What's your experience? I haven't gone on a date in ages. Like since in like three months. Are you
2: trying to date? Like, are you swiping? Like, well, my mom
0: thinks I should try harder. She literally had a conversation with me. She was like, "I think it's." time you put effort oh my god and i don't disagree like you do have to make it a full-time job you you put a lot of effort into it yeah and my mom also made a good point well i don't think apps or anything's taboo at all but i think to her they're a little more taboo because it's not her generation for sure and you have to hear her she's like all my friends said that they met their kids met their husbands On the online um, websites, that's what she
1: calls (laughs) it. Online, (laughs) like Match or something.
0: And I'm like, (sighs) the apps. I'm like, no, I know, Mom. Like everyone meets that way. She's like, no, but you'd be surprised. I'm like, no, you would be surprised. (laughs) Like if that's the only way people date. Like I don't think you understand. But um, yeah, I had recently a bad date a few months ago, and then my thing is there are certain guys that do ask me out, and over okay. and over again like you Do know you, you have the like repeaters them? that just keep popping back up like the Wait, guys it's like the same guy or a just type the of guy just the same guys that want, maybe i've met before okay, or yeah. they just every few months maybe we met on a dating app and we never went out and they just keep repeating and no the thing i actually is, never had that oh i always have repeaters <laughs> why oh they're sad i feel like that
2: means they're interested yeah.
0: but not enough because they won't make a concrete plan oh yeah and i am so i'm at the point in my life where like I want you to be confident, pursue me. And like, for example, this guy that I matched with, um, he messaged me. This was like months ago at this point. We've never met. And he was like, I'd love to go out with you. And I'm like, yeah, great. Let me know. When? we just continue to talk, not set a date then hey I'm traveling um he'll text I'll text you when I'm back hey I'm back from my trip so how's everything been we should go out again and it's like he just keeps doing this and now I'm like I have no interest in meeting you no so it's like I will sometimes have people that are like courting me and like keep popping back up but they're not they just want a pen pal a lot it's weird a lot of guys just
3: want a pen pal and honestly it's like talk for two days maybe
0: and then go out I 100% agree. And yeah. also, to me, that's unattractive. Like, I want someone that's going to be serious about me. And pursue you. And pursue me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that is, like, I am a little old school in that sense. No, but, I like that, too. But yeah. see, I kind of think that guys, so
3: I felt, feel the exact same way. So I was going, going on a date in L.A. like a couple weeks ago. And it was the day of the date, and I had not heard from him. And normally, I would not, I would just not reach out and not go. And mm-hmm. I'm like, he should, he asked me out. He, he should, should be confirm. like, hey, see you at eight. So I, my friend was like, but I kind of wanted to get out of the, this dating rut. So I was like, OK, I just text him. I said, Are we still on for tonight? Yeah. He's like, yeah, we're on. I'll see you at eight. So like and then it ended up we were on the date talking and he was like, tell me about your dating life in L.A. And we kind of talk about it. And he talks to me and he was like, yeah, I've only been stood up once. And it was because I didn't confirm the time with her. And I was like, so wait, and then so I was like, so wait you showed up because and you didn't confirm the time and she didn't come and he was like yeah and I was actually like he was like annoyed by it and I'm like I what if I didn't text you like you asked me out like I'm on her side and it was just like awkward he still didn't think that he needed to like
0: confirm confirm. I 100% think if if I don't hear from a guy before the date I will end up usually texting because I don't want to stand someone up so I'll be like if it's like 4 p.m. If it's 3 and you haven't heard from them, right. they're usually not showing up on the date. Like, it's it's not happening. But I will usually just send a text because I'm like, okay, I need to know for myself yeah, exactly. what's happening because I need an answer. But I don't understand why they and wait, just – Wait, what do they
2: normally say, though? Are they like okay. – Either they're
0: like, oh, I'm stuck at work yeah. or like – or, but I do that to people, too, so I'm, I'm not even yeah. going to lie. Like, you know, sometimes you just don't want to go day of, and you're like, oh. I've, ne- I've never canceled a day. Oh, I'm awful. <laughs>
2: no. Alyssa?
0: You are putting out bad dating <laughs> oh, energy. Yeah, girl, what are you doing? No, because this is Your what... mama's right. <laughs> this is what happens. I tried. I go on the apps, and I'm like, I'm going to be more open-minded. Like, I'm going to swipe on people that aren't my usual type because I'm trying to be more open, and I'll end up doing that, and then, like, we'll talk. And then in my head, I'm like, I hate this person like I don't even know why I got here because like I'm trying to be open but then I'm just like <sighs> But are you trying to be open just like physically or is it like everything jo- different jobs that I normally would have swiped past I think you need to meet them in person I do too. I do, so too. Yes. I do. You need to just do
2: it at least a couple times because even if they're so not your type and you're like, wait, this was was lame. If it doesn't work out, at least you start getting into like that, like mojo and like that yes. feeling of dating and like being like, wait, okay, this is like kind of a mental block I'm giving mm-hmm. myself. I need to like just get out there. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I agree. And
2: honestly, even if you go on a date with someone who's like so not your type, one, they might totally surprise you, or two, like at least you'll have a fun story, and mm-hmm. at least you'll like hopefully be taken out to dinner and like. Just like I said, like get back into like
3: that groove, you know. No, I agree. Well, it's so funny because we were at dinner last night, and everyone at the table was married, and everyone was like, "I hated my partner on the first date." Like everyone except yeah, for that's you. that's true. Except but I a guess- lot of people were like, "No, I didn't want to even go on a second date," yeah. and now they're like obsessed mm. with their that partners.
0: Yeah, that is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think dating is a weird, a weird thing, um and I think probably because you're. Visiting New York If you were to go on Bumble You'd be like Oh my god everyone's hot Whereas now I'm like I loathe every single person On this thing
3: See I actually So I set my hinge To New York Like a week ago Before I got here Mm -hmm. And was swiping To like prepare Whatever (laughs) And I honestly was like I, the only place where I have gone where I have been like, whoa, was Denver. Oh,
0: everyone Menver. Menver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do we do a girls trip to Menver? Seriously. Girl, that's where I'm from. Let's go. Oh, my God. Yes. I hear Denver has the hottest guy. Yes, yeah. that's the only okay, place. Every other city I've been in that's not New York. Like when I go to visit my friend in Charleston when I went to Austin on a bachelorette party I had men messaging me on like Bumble being like Like what are you doing today I want to come my boat hey want to hang out hey I'll come to the bar and meet you like throwing themselves at me and in New York I can't even get a match okay okay
2: my vacation theory (laughs) yes Totally. Okay, there. I've
3: like literally. (laughs) I'm very a firm believer in this. That when we're on vacation, we're like our best selves. We're more open. We're we're more. We're more carefree. We're energy. And even through an app, I really do think people pick this up. And dating on vacation is always more fun, (laughs) and it's easier, and it's easier. So, like, honestly, if you move to that city, it might not be that way. Totally. Because you're in your like Alyssa vacation mode, Uh like vacation. Like it is just. I always it you're more like think about it. when you're on vacation
2: right and you see you got you're not worrying about like what job does he have like this or yes. that? like where does he live am i gonna like his apartment do i want to like have to date someone who like lives across town like do you know what i mm-hmm. mean you're, you're like all those like little things that you tell yourself every single time you're swiping right you're not
0: saying that that's you're, like, so, so true. much more open-minded and carefree you know what it is i think i need to go out more like mm-hmm. to bars yeah which i've been trying to do it's 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 definitely, If I move here, I'll go with you. No, we'll go tomorrow <laughs> after dinner. Yeah, Let's go to a bar. Yes. Yeah, we're down. Yeah, I've been just trying to live my life more because I've never put pressure on dating in the sense that I'm like, it'll happen when it's supposed to happen. Like, I do believe I'll have a husband. I do believe I'll have a family and I'll meet someone. And like, I am fine actually going after what I want. Like, if I like someone, I will completely go after them. I'm not, like, passive in that sense. It's just I haven't really met anyone that I'm, like, I'm pursuing you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What about, like, your husband's situation? Like, when you met him, was it instant? It was pretty instant, actually. I mean, he's
2: pretty much my first real serious boyfriend. I met him right when I graduated college, um, and I was working as a cocktail waitress. Make a long story short, he, like, approached me that night and was like, I want to take you out to dinner. And then I remember he texted me as soon as he left. And made, he was, like, very good at courting and pursuing mm. me. And he'll tell all my friends. And he'll, like, tell Ray, too. He'll be like, if a guy likes you, you will know. Oh, he my dad make says this. He will effort. He will let you know he likes. Yep. So we, like, dated for, honestly, maybe a month and things got pretty serious like our third date he took my brother and I to like Six Flags do you know what I mean oh yeah so he met my family pretty early on and then like a month into dating we ended up traveling around Italy together for like a month fun it was like this like whirlwind romance and then um I think my favorite thing about him is that he's just pretty like spontaneous and adventurous and I'm definitely like that like I woke up one day and I was like I think I need to move to LA and he was like, okay, let's do it. And, like, literally a month later, we were living Wait, in LA. fun. I yeah. need that energy in my life. Yeah. We're, I think we're a good match. Oh, my god! I mean, he drives me crazy sometimes. I'm not going to lie. Like, yeah. My relationship is not perfect. Of like, course. sometimes we want to kill each other. But he's
3: super supportive. Like, he. I almost started crying in the ca- in our cab the other day <laughs> because I there's this long-ass message on Christine's phone. I'm like, what is that? It was Steve sending her all these business ideas and videos ideas for TikTok and stuff. Oh, and I, I was cry. like, I was, like, I was literally sh- like,
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) That makes me emotional. Well, my... So, so I I was telling Ray, I was
2: like, it's nice to hear that perspective Mm -hmm. because I don't appreciate that Mm. sometimes. And I am... Trying to get better at that. Because well, you just don't
0: realize because you're used to someone just being sweet all the time. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're out
3: here and we're
2: like, yeah. oh, my God. I'm like, oh,
0: my God. He looked at me. Yeah. <laughs> no. So my we have I have a new coworker, Alex, who I've become friends with. And her husband, Graham, is so sweet. And like I had one of those moments the other night we were out. We went to dinner and he was with us. And then we went to a bar after and he was like, eh, like, you guys go have like your girl time. Like, I'm not in the mood to go to the bar. Like, I'll go home. But when we got when we left the bar, he was waiting outside like he like wait, like he's such a gentleman. He's from oh Oklahoma. He was like, I didn't want to go sit inside. It was a nice night. So like I was just like going to walk you guys home, like to make sure we got home safe. And then I was like, oh, my God. And okay, wait, that's so sweet. Wait, so listen. So then I'm like, OK, I'm going to get an Uber, he walks me to my Uber, opens the door, puts me in the Uber. I was like chivalry isn't dead (laughs) do we need to go to Oklahoma yeah yeah, (laughs) they're like it's just an Oklahoma thing I'm like must be nice like he treated me better and he's my friend's (laughs) husband I'm raising my son to be like that fuck that yeah yeah like just so nice and I'm like it it sounds weird but when people do things like what your husband just did or what Graham did it actually gives me hope versus being like jealous it makes me like oh there it's not desperate out there mm-hmm. there are good people out there still yeah a hundred percent but sometimes it feels helpless
3: yeah you I gotta go through too. a lot you know you <laughs> yeah. gotta go through a lot and you'll just have really funny stories but also you, can you tell. can't like
2: ex- you have to put yourself out there no matter I what know, you can't expect thing. like someone as amazing as it sounds like you can't expect someone to be like delivering a package here and be like your dream person like that's how you're <laughs> yeah, gonna meet them so do you true. know what I mean or like
0: like reach for the same piece of like Ex- broccoli in the supermarket exactly. <laughs> at Whole Foods you're like oh yes. but like <laughs> in the organic vegetable every time up. I leave the
3: house I think like of every scenario that could happen like
0: I like it's actually messed I kind of like though that you're it's top of mind for you because I feel like that means you're open to it whereas like I don't even think like that I, I go out of the house looking like a bum I'm like whatever <laughs> Like, but that's when everyone's like, it's going to happen I know, when
2: you okay. <laughs> No, you have to like manifest that and put that energy out yeah,
0: there. You do you do. know what I mean?
2: Thursday, Thursday night. We piled Thursday right?
0: night, we are going out. We're yes. making out. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yes,
3: exactly. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: I just need to have like a spontaneous like bar makeout. COVID and all. I can get <laughs> <about this
3: story. laughs> Wait, I saw this TikTok where this guy was like, What are you I most excited for uh, like post pandemic? She's like making out with a stranger. I was like, Yes. Yeah, you know, that's so it, funny. Sometimes
0: you just need it to get your mojo back. Yeah. Nice. Totally. You know, it's just it's just in the air. Okay,
3: I'm on the mission to be like your best wing woman. <laughs>
0: all right, we're going to well, and vice versa. Okay, we're we, going out. Yes, okay. I got you, girls. I'll, I'll think of a spot. Them. I'll think of a spot. um We'll be in Soho, so we could like just bop around. um This was so fun, though. So fun. I'm so excited. We were able to make this work, and hopefully, you guys, you know, you move here soon is is my goal for both of you. Likewise, I, like, hope <laughs> I, I'm
2: manifesting that right now. I'm
0: like Christina. If you move here, and I'm probably going to
3: be pretty close behind you <laughs> I love and then it. we could do little meetups and stuff together yes. i know the t tribe and the confident oh, collective yes. can do something together
0: oh my god they, they would be obsessed yes <laughs> all right well thank you guys so much where could everyone follow you the podcast all of that
2: you can follow me on instagram and tiktok it's christina Zias, k-r-i-s-t-i-n-a-z-i-a-s and the confident collective podcast um we're everywhere
3: everywhere you can listen <laughs> to
2: podcast yeah
3: yeah and I'm Rayanne Langas on Instagram and TikTok R-A-E-A-N-N-L-A-N-G-A-S yeah thanks guys
2: thanks thank you Alyssa
0: okay guys for this week's Ask Alyssa I thought we would do something funny because usually as you guys know like I give advice but this week if you guys don't follow me on Instagram you're missing out on maybe one of the best things that I think I do on social media which is where I ask people to submit something scandalous and uh it's always when I'm on a train too like I don't know why this has become my train thing but whenever I'm on a train and I have time by myself and I'm on my phone I tell people ask me something scandalous and it gets absolutely freaking wild it makes me question my love life, my parental life, if I should ever get married, if everyone cheats, like it really just tears me up inside. So people love it. And I just think people love hearing other people's like dirty laundry or like baggage.
1: I'm just shocked because I feel like this is all stuff that's happened in TV shows. And the fact that real people are submitting these things to you
0: blows my mind. Well, someone DM'd me and they were like, the trust the T-Tribe has in you <laughs> to trust you with their life Yeah, like if anything, insane. you could literally go
1: find their husband and DM them "Hey, your uh, wife's cheating on you, but I know you would never. And I want
0: you guys to know, like, I don't know why, because I'm just not a nosy bee when it's someone I don't know. Like, let's say, like, I know you well and you told me something, then maybe I would dig. But I don't know these people. So I, and most of them have private profiles even when people write in for Ask Alyssa, I don't snoop on their profiles. I don't go through. I just, I don't snoop about it. You're so a like, safe space, I Alyssa. am a safe space because I really don't even go look. Yeah. Um, because it's just, I kind of feel like. It sounds weird, but because I say I'm keeping it anonymous, it's kind of anonymous in my mind too. Yeah. Like I don't even look at their names. Like, you, I'm don't just, wanna, you
1: don't wanna do that either.
0: Cause if you're gonna give them advice, then you're gonna start. I to just don't out wanna things. know. Yeah. yeah. Like I really try to actually keep it anonymous. So I am a safe space for you guys. But it's so funny because it also just shows me that like Every single person is capable, even if you're an amazing person, of cheating or doing bad things. Like we all just at the end of the day have animal like impulses.
1: Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I don't think that like anybody out here would say like, you know how people say like I would never cheat and then cheating happens. It's because Mm -hmm. like there are situations where people are, you know, are out of character and they just there's. Something happens and they cheat. And, like, doesn't mean that you're an intended, like, cheater. It just happens in in life. And, you know, you're in situations where you meet someone. It just, like,
0: happens. So it also makes me be, like, really cynical being. After I read these and I'm like, at the end of the day, like I think about it as like a really primal thing. I'm like, we're just all animals and and society's a social construct, like telling us that we need to get married and be monogamous for our whole lives. Yeah. When if you think about it, we're animals and we have impulses and like people cheat because we like the hunt and the prey and the kill and the mm. this and the that and like people are we're freaking animals, but society tells us we need to be married. I agree. Also, like, again, I'm not excusing cheating or anything. I'm just saying this is the dark place it make. This is the dark place these stories make my head spiral yeah, into yeah, yeah. because I'm like, no one's... No one's safe. <laughs> no, no one's loyal. I mean, that's literally... How- what these things make me (laughs) feel now i know now i'm like
1: scared to get into a relationship (laughs) someone texted
0: me no a few people texted me they were like i'm enthralled in this but i am having the worst sunday (laughs) scares okay so i'm gonna read some of them to you guys and also when i respond i try not to judge people because they are opening up to me so i never want to be like oh you're bad for doing that so i just try to be like do you boo yeah um this person said hooked up with one of my roommates." situationship when she left for the weekend I just wrote girl you bad (laughs) it depends like I wonder if she's close with the roommate not that it's great either way but like is it a roommate that you met on Craigslist or is it a friend (laughs) that's your roommate I don't know you know because that's different I I wonder if
1: this person is in college I feel like a lot of that happens in college
0: this person said fell in love with someone while I was married (sighs) okay so part of me wonders like the only place I could picture falling in love with someone if I was married is like at work like where else are you interacting with people so much that you'll fall in love with someone you're right unless you're seeking to be unless you're seeking to cheat like unless you're actively at a bar and you start talking to someone and then you get your number but I could picture an emotional affair happening like say you have a business partner who you're really attracted to and you travel all the time together I could see where an emotional affair could happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, been hooking up with a guy for a month. He hasn't mentioned dating slash exclusivity. What do I do? Okay, so here I'll give my advice. I said a month really isn't that long for them. Like, if you're not exclusive after a month, I don't think that's a it deal depends breaker. On, It really depends on how much they're
1: hanging out. If they're hanging out every day and they're getting, like, meals together. Mm-hmm. but like That's it true. As a situationship, I don't know
0: if... They are doing that. This isn't the situationship one. That was the one before. Oh, 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 This oh, one oh. just, I Sorry. know. Like they uh, no, she,
1: she is like, in a situationship though. Well, yeah. Like, but technically, but, technically, but with didn't with a guy. Yeah. So I personally think that if you're hanging out all the time, then it makes sense why she's thinking that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, if you're hanging out like once or twice a week and you're just having sex, like that's a different story. Yes, it's definitely too soon to like be worrying about that.
0: Totally. It's like these people that go to Bachelor in Paradise and they get married after three weeks because no. they're spending 24 hours a day together for three weeks versus... But it, it, that's even then. No, but, I agree. I wouldn't even... <laughs> I agree, but you're spending every day together yeah, for, yeah, yeah, versus with no phones, no uninterrupted time versus mm. dating three weeks in the real world or maybe seeing your ta- yourself each other oh my god i can't speak you're maybe seeing each other three times within three weeks yeah so it depends have you seen this guy four times or are you really dating dating i said don't give the milk for free like if you want to be <laughs> treated like a girlfriend then act like a girlfriend i've never heard that saying before the milk like, I, when i saw
1: you post that on your story i was like oh, so Alyssa, what?
0: what you're too young what does it mean Oh my god, they always like, say do give don't- your titty milk? No! Oh my god, I wonder if other people were confused. Don't give the milk for free. You've never heard that?
1: No, it sounds like you're saying like don't let them suck on your titties for free. Wait,
0: I'm Googling. Don't give the milk for free. Origin. The milk Like what does the milk for- stand for? Okay, don't give away the milk for free. I think it's about like, oh, why buy a cow when you can get milk for free? No, no, no. Idiom. Okay, idiom. Why buy the cow when you can get the milk for free? What does why buy the cow when you... Meaning, this idiom is usually used to refer to men who don't want to get married when they can get all the benefits of marriage without getting married. Yes, it's used when it's like... You ever hear, like, why give the – isn't there a cake saying, too?
1: Yeah, like, you can't have your cake and eat it. Yes,
0: you can't have your cake and eat it, too. It's that. Okay. It's basically, like, if you can get the milk for – if they can get the milk for free – Then why would they – yeah. Why are they going to wife you up or ask you to be their girlfriend if you're just giving it to them for free? You have to make them work for it okay (laughs) I'm dying I wonder if that's a generation thing no
1: I'm sure like everyone knew it was a saying but when I heard when I saw that I was like I've never that's so
0: funny so yeah so basically I was saying to her like if you want to be treated like a girlfriend then don't act like a hookup yeah you know I I agree sense in most like situations yeah um okay I was thinking of two different guys the last time I had sex with my boyfriend and I said, I bet this is way more normal than you think. Like, I bet a lot of people fantasize about other people.
1: You know what? I don't think I, like, do that necessarily. I've never done that, except one time I was hooking up with a guy, and it was, like, really dark in the room, and he, like, in the dark looked like this famous person that I kind of <laughs> knew of that was kind of hot, G- and so god. I was like, oh my god, like, I'm literally hooking up with ex-famous person and I'm yeah. freaking out. <laughs> that was, like, the one time that
0: I've done Yeah, that. like, I... Fe- but... I think if you're dating someone, it's different. If you're married to someone and, like, you're married 25 years, think about Ben Affleck. Like, you're fine. That's not cheating. But you're what just, if you're
1: thinking about, like, your neighbor, like, or someone you've been, like, I don't know.
0: I feel like. But at least you're not physically cheating. Like, yeah. I think the mind is a crazy thing.
1: I just think that, like, humans are not made to just, like, maybe soulmates are not a thing. And I, I don't know. 'cause <laughs> I'm so cynical. Well, I I want to believe that, like, Sure, there's a soulmate out there. But, like, my yeah. parents have even said, like, oh, we don't know if we're soulmates, but we just work together and we love each other. And that's why we're married. Like, what if they're not? There could be someone better out there. But I there's believe, some, literally billions of people in this
0: world. I believe in, like, fate and, like, meeting someone and them being your person. But I think people could be your person for a time being. Yeah. Like, I think, let's say you have a partner and then they fatally, like, pass away or something. That doesn't mean you can't find another partner. Right, right. Or what if I live, what if I move to Italy and I met a husband? Or what if I stay in New York and meet a husband? Like, you're still going to meet people. But I think fate puts you in the right place at the right time to meet the person you're supposed to meet. Yeah. But I think you can meet. People multiple times. This is just
1: reminding me of. Have you been watching the new season of You, or have you even watched it at all? I'm too scared. Yeah, you you would be too scared. But it's funny because they're both like this is not really a spoiler alert, but they both like the whatever their husband and wife, and they're both psychotic and they kill a lot of people. Mm And they think that because they have these, like, same tendencies that they're soulmates. Uh, But then they kind of realize, like, just because, like, we do the same things and we can share it with each other because we're both psychotic psychotic, doesn't mean, like, you're my
0: person. Mm, That's so interesting. Yeah. Also, okay, actually, I'll talk about it in in this segment because I do have a TV thing. Um, So, yeah, I don't know if it's, okay, I kind of feel like thinking about someone else while you're having sex with your partner is, like, watching porn i agree i don't think that's not cheating like to me yeah like porn i don't believe porn is cheating Mm -mm. some people do though i think that's ridiculous yeah genuinely like the person isn't i don't know how to describe it you'd be lying to yourself if you weren't having ever fantasies about anyone else yeah that's how i feel yeah except when i was in high school and like I would, like, catch a boyfriend, like, watching porn. I'd be like, this is disgusting. Now I'm an adult. And I'm like, okay, whatever. It just makes sense. It's also, like, watching a TV where two people have sex. Like, what's the deal? Yeah, like, we watch Sex Life. Yeah, exactly. Our boyfriends aren't yelling at us. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Okay, this person said, I just ended an emotional relationship with my old manager. I said, good, never a good idea to mix business with pleasure. Emotional relationships are sometimes harder than physical ones to break. And I do believe that. Like, again, if you're traveling with someone and they're your manager or your boss and you really get to know them, like you're on planes and you're on trains and you're at dinners and you're talking to me, like I I could see where that could happen. And I think that's almost worse because then you're like mourning a friend or like a confidant when you end things. Versus like just a physical thing, right? This one was the one that was cracking me up because I was like, "This person's Gen Z and cooler than me." Slept with an Addy in the office while I was an intern. Do you know what that means? Attorney. Yeah, okay. That's what someone said. The way you said it
1: sounds like you're saying like Adderall or like Addy. Atty. Yeah, it's just an attorney. Yeah, that's why I
0: was cracking up because slept with an Addy in the office while I was an intern turned into a five year sneaky link. and i was like you're way cooler than me and you know when you you guys know when you hear something like someone says something once and then you hear it five times later that day you probably well now, there's a tiktok
1: trend with the song sneaky it's like is that why yeah there's just like i'm um, just do a sneaky link or something like that and it's like either a dance i forget if it's a dance or just But like i a, didn't
0: notice what it was and then i read this and then late last night i keep hearing sneaky link and sneak and i'm like oh i this think that's is where a thing. yeah i
1: think that's where it's started not where it started but why people are using it so much
0: and then i'll do one more before we go to the spill the tea segment this is the one that took the world by storm and my dms were just everyone was blowing them up this person said sexting my husband's best friend for years though both through both weddings babies and more we both can't stop so her husband's best friend she's married to the husband the husband's married they both have kids they both have families of their own I had a lot of follow-up questions and she wrote back with more she said it's been eight years we both bonded over being unhappy back then in our long-term relationships there was so much tension from the beginning and then we admitted it is way easier to deal with slash oh she's okay I want to re-say this because I want you to edit it for ask Alyssa okay um She said there was so much tension from the beginning and when we finally admitted that there was tension is when it was easier for us to deal with slash be in the same room. Yes, things have happened. Eight years is a long time. Lots of family trips, shared hotel rooms for the couples, etc. Hallways, closets, and stairwells all have a new meaning now. The worst is when we say at each other's houses, it's been a wild ride and we have beautiful families that would fall apart over this. It's just like we're in too deep at this point. Probably doesn't make sense to anyone else. And we talk almost exclusively over Snapchat. Literally so cliche, cliche and lame. So then I had more follow up questions because everyone was DMing me like, wait, so she hasn't hooked up with them. They talk about it. They have. She basically said, because she said... Um, she said, "Yes, things have happened. Eight years is a long time, and then that, and then that um, hotel hallways, closets, and stairwells all have a new meaning." Oh my god! And then I said, "One, why didn't you give it a shot when you were both unhappy in your relationships? Two, is it just sexting now or an emotional relationship too?" She said, we didn't give it a shot because it's his best friend from middle school, so we'd be blowing up our lives, and then even if we did get together, his family would have never approved of it slash supported it. So we always said shit like, in another life. And it comes and goes in waves for both of us, I'd say. Definitely emotional, but also just about the rush from a scandalous scandalous dirty pick burning a hole in your pocket. Also, we both can be kinky with each other and not in our actual relationships.
1: I... Have no words. Shuck. Shuck. And it's like, obviously cheating is horrible. But
0: sometimes, like, people I don't know. I just... I get it. It Like, I I get
1: what she's going through. Well, it
0: also kind of makes me sad that she says, in another life. Because it's like... To me, it sounds like they really do actually want to be together. But they are just in too deep. And now they can't. So they're sneaking around... Like I wonder if they're soulmates. I oh, that's a good question. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. But because of these like other circumstances, and they just got into deep. If now they're with the wrong people. Yeah. But it's also really sad because it's like, hopefully, I pray for their sake. It never gets out because I think that's like sad for the children. Mm. You know, to figure, oh my mom, like, especially think about because your parents and your parents' best friends, and then picture two of them hooking up. Well my mom actually had friends that went through that i've known a bunch of couples actually that have like through people but picture yeah having a friend well my mom actually (laughs) had a friend that it was like the two couples were hanging out and then the
1: girl became like lesbian for the other girl
0: but was that were they both mutually lesbian or no Like, Like they just – they, they like, realized through each other, I think. Because they were both – they both had husbands. Wow. That's scandalous. And then I think they broke up to be together. Wow. Yeah, see, stuff like this happens. But you know what I can't get, like – I can't understand the people that – there's, like, couples I've heard of, like, through the grapevine or, like, people, like, regurgitate stories or even in movies where, like, let's say my sister – jeez i don't even want to say this like let's say something happens to my sister and then i marry her husband (laughs) do you know what i'm saying have you heard stories of people do i feel like it happens in movies and stuff where people start dating because like you said
1: with like the whole work thing where you you don't think you can find someone to have an affair with it's um, because you're around them
0: so much i'm sorry i would never go for my sister's husband obviously well i i know but it happens it like really really happens like i can't picture being attracted to someone that was like married to my sister i just yeah i don't know how that happens like it's a thing i've heard about like just like, i i really feel like it's even played out in tv shows and stuff but yeah we've gotten a little off traffic but topic but anyway moral of the story everyone cheats Stop. That makes me like so upset. No, it's really sad. Not kind on of what I've never been cheated on. Not that I've like been in a relationship deep enough where I have that opportunity. I'm so grateful I'm ignorant to the cheating on that's happened to me. Like, I don't know if it's happened. Yeah. But I think one boyfriend cheated. I think, but we weren't really a boyfriend. This is the thing. He wouldn't call me his, it was in high school. Oh, so that doesn't He count. wouldn't call me his girlfriend because he was like, but we were dating because he probably want to hook up with other girls. Okay, well,
1: I'm not going to lie. I had a boyfriend for like 2 months in high school, <laughs> but he was he was a freshman and I was a junior. So, it was already <clears throat> embarrassing enough. Yeah. And I was like ready to like it wasn't working and I was like planning on like ending it, but like I h- hadn't yet and I was in New York City for, like, Fleet Week, which is when, like, all the, like, U.S.
0: Marines. Oh, I know. Like,
1: and me and my friend were in the city, and we were, like, so drunk, and I ended up, like, <laughs> making out with another guy. With a Marine. And and she had also had a boyfriend, and she <laughs> made out with the Marine, too. And ultimately, I told the boyfriend I felt so guilty. you guys
0: want to hear the most crazy thing? Please. Sorry. Did he,
1: no. did he, how did he react? Um. So I was like, okay, like, I'm ready to break up. And I told him about it, and we spoke about it in person, and then... For some reason that day, like we just like he, want, he forgave me. And he, and I was I, I decided I still wanted to be with him after he forgave me. And we like got closer that day in a weird way. Um, and then but then. Oh, my God. Then there was like trust issues. And then he you're going to freak out. He got a burner phone number pretended to be the Marine, the Marine. And he texted me and was like, hey, I'm going to be back in town. Um, like would love to like get a hotel room with you and stuff. And I was like, I'm not having sex with you. Like whatever. Like I'm also back with my boyfriend. And, she, and he was like, well, do you regret it? Like asking me all these questions <gasps> so that. To try to hook mine
0: and sinker. Like, get- and then
1: all of a sudden my boyfriend texts me and goes, I can't believe you said you didn't regret it. I was like, what are you talking about? And he was like, that was me. I was like i'm done with you
0: (laughs) see this is where cheating really creates trust issues and by the way because they are so
1: fucking hilarious i still have the voicemails from my (laughs) high school boyfriend sobbing being like
0: i'm so sorry i did that i didn't mean to i love that you still have (laughs) like i'm gonna play them for you later they're so funny okay so something weird happened to me i came to new york for I think it was St. Patrick's Day. Like, again, one of those, like, fleet week kind of things. Yeah. Came where to everybody's city. in the city. I was in college. So we went to school in Connecticut. So we would just take the train in. And I had just broken up with my Canadian boyfriend, Stephen, because <laughs> I wanted to be able to make out with people in spring break. <laughs> <laughs> You're kind of where <laughs> Did you find a Canadian boyfriend, Stephen? A hockey player. Uh, okay. He was a gem. So we shout out Steven so I'm so embarrassed it's gonna get back to him (laughs) everything I say gets back to everyone so anyway so we um we had just broken up but like I was still kind of going back and forth between like I still kind of like him because I kind of like rushed the breakup because I wanted because of spring break but Mm. like I don't know I don't know so I think I just didn't see it going anywhere because we lived in different countries so I was like (sighs) I might as well just pull the plug now before summer yeah But I still liked him. So, like, I think St. Patrick's Day, we were hanging out in the city doing the bar crawl, like, arm in arm. Mm. And we were still, like, in contact. And when we get back to the city that day, I mean, back to school, I get a FaceTime from his phone number. So I open it. (laughs) This is disgusting. And it is a man not speaking English. And it's just his penis. And he's just playing with himself on camera. Wait, from your boy, f- <laughs> ex-boy? He lost his phone in the city. Like he must have like, either it got pickpocketed or he was drunk and he lost his phone. Someone picked up his phone and I was probably the last person in his call log. And someone FaceTimed me and kept FaceTiming me pictures of them pleasuring themselves. Your face? <laughs> and I was like, What? is, like, picture thinking it's your boyfriend, but,
1: like, it was, like, a hairy, like, imagine me. Th- <laughs> we imagine you thought it was your boyfriend. You're like, yeah, maybe.
0: No, I could you. tell because he was speaking a different language. And he was, like, saying something. No, I think it was, like, his face kind of in it. And I was, like, ah! like I started screaming and I hung up and he just kept calling me and calling. And it was FaceTimes. So then one time, me and my friends covered the camera so he couldn't see me back. And we picked up the call. <laughs> and we're all like, ah! What the what is the purpose? I don't know. <laughs> like what is that? Like what? I was like So then I'm like trying to call his friends. I'm like Did you get the phone I'm back? Like, Steven, someone's masturbating on your phone. Like you need to get your phone back. Ew, I wouldn't even want my phone back at that point. No, he like had to cancel it So, like <laughs> <laughs> only me does this stuff happen to no, like yeah. I swear these things just follow me through life <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man good old Stephen back in Canada all right shout out to you Canadian Stephen <laughs> um I think we'll get into the spill the tea segment now that took enough of a few turns um okay what I was gonna say where I stopped myself because I was gonna say it in the spill the tea segment is that you know how I kept saying I can't watch um what's that hunger game show the shooting one the korean shoot. oh um squid game squid game you know how i said i, I couldn't watch squid game cuz i'm too scared yeah i decided last night like let me just watch the preview because i'm just curious i watched the preview 30 seconds i had insane nightmares <laughs> last night <laughs> like i w- woke up thinking of some twisted stuff and i was like this is why it's my subconscious. It's like watching it. I'm fine, but subconscious. When I go to yeah. sleep, then I'm thinking of guns and murder. Like I no, can't. Yeah. I've had that. Before. I just know myself with scary stuff. My brain won't shut it off when I go to sleep.
1: Well, for me, it's like I can watch it, and then it's not even that it happens in my nightmares. It's like when the lights are off in my apartment, and I'm like going to get some water, then I start to get scared that like somebody's in my closet, or like it's something. Oh my like god! That. I
0: check behind like the shower curtain. Yeah. So, yeah, that's why I'm not going to be watching Squid Game because I literally watched the preview and wanted to die. Like, I was freaking out. Yeah. Um, I do want to talk about what happened with Alec Baldwin. Um, I am looking. I just Googled CNN posted an article because I want to know what the latest is. So we're up to date here. Um First of all, this was Thursday night that this news came out when I was out with Ray and Christina. And I'm drunk at the bar. And my friend Abby was like, did you see Alex Baldwin, Alec Baldwin shot someone and killed him? And I was like, what? I'm too drunk for this right now. I'm like bogging out. She's like, you got to go break the news. Because she knows I do celebrity news. I was like, no, I can't. Like, I'm drunk. I don't know what's happening. I am sick over it for him. Like, Ugh, I, I d- don't even understand really how this happens like I did link to this tiktok on my instagram story of this guy explaining I guess he's like a prop producer and he was explaining how sometimes um when you basically you do load the gun but with blanks so when they shoot it still makes the noise and it still has like the dust and the effect but I guess there's like shards of bullet or like shards of the casing that can get stuck in the chamber of the gun so sometimes when you go to shoot the blanks it could shoot out some of the shards that are stuck within the chamber and that's what this guy seemed to think happened like it was not completely shooting blanks
1: yeah I mean let's hope that it's best case scenario that nobody is like putting real bullets in there to try and get somebody shot like obviously I don't really think that that's the case hopefully not um, I, I just am heartbroken that, like, obviously, like, he didn't intend to do it. And just, like, imagine living with that guilt and just feeling, ugh, he must
0: feel so Yeah, horrible. they say, CNN says, a crew member on the set of Rust, Sergei Svetone Svetnoy, sorry, says the death of the cinematographer on set was a result of negligence and unprofessionalism. Um, My question uh, is... Was he,
1: were they tr- Were they recording to try and get a shot? And then, like, the
0: cinematographer is the one holding the camera. So, it's like, was he, like, aiming at the That's I- what I was thinking. Like, maybe they were trying to get a head-on shot. Or was he
1: just like, hey, look at this prop gun and shooting it around?
0: No. I, I don't know. I mean, we don't know. But my guess would be he was maybe doing a shot, like, towards the camera. Mm-hmm. Like, they were getting an angle. But, like... It's just unfair for him because, like, his life is forever ruined. And um, I know that's a strong word to use ruined, but, like, he will live with this forever. Yeah. Even though it was an accident. I'm not saying he should live with guilt. I'm saying he's going to live with trauma Mm -hmm. of knowing that a, a tragedy occurred and he was part of it. And it's so unfair for him that, like, he has to live now with this trauma from something that could have been avoidable, and also something that was so unintentional. Like, that is just awful to me because yeah. I would be so sick over it.
1: Oh, beyond. I mean, my life would be ruined. It's forever. hard that, like, you work so hard to, like, be in a profesh- professional environment. Like, he's a great actor and, you know, probably takes his job seriously. Yeah. And, like, that he was in an unprofessional environment just this one time. And it just, and that he has to, I mean, I hope he's not getting blamed in a sense of, like, people are getting mad at him for this. Like, I hope people don't think that he intentionally did anything. No, yeah. But it's still something that you have to live with. It's just just so sad.
0: It's really awful. Um, Yeah, it just makes me sad. And I feel bad for her family. And then the other guy, they keep saying someone else was in critical condition. And I don't know. Like, to me, that means he could be paralyzed. He could be really ill. He could, uh, like we don't know what that means like I hope he has a full recovery yeah because um yeah it's just awful it's really traumatic I don't feel like we've had something like it's only happened like 20 years ago it doesn't really happen very often something like this so all right guys that's the spill the tea segment for today thank you for tuning into this week's episode um I'll be back next week we'll chat We'll be back. Don't forget to leave five stars, rate of review, and uh, yeah, follow me on Instagram. Love you guys. Bye.